Welcome to Aphesis Church Podcast Channel. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina area, we would love to get to know you better and for you to experience what Aphesis is all about. If you would like more information about us, please visit our website at aphesischurch.com. It is our prayer that this message truly speaks to you. God bless. So my opening scripture today comes from Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 1 through 4. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. Next one. Go ahead. Well, I'll just read it. That's okay. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear me? Even cry out to you, violence, and you will not save. Why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble? For plundering and violence are before me. There is strife and contention arises. Therefore, the law is powerless and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, the perverse judgment proceeds. Time my message today is all souls matter. Okay. When I when I read the um, the verses, I couldn't help but to think about the things that this country's gone through the last couple of years. Um, I remember coming to church when um, a Wednesday night shortly after George Floyd was killed, and I, it was like Pastor could see the hurt in my eyes. Um, my my friends on social media, my so-called friends on social media, as they chose sides, you know. Simply, simply put, if you don't agree with what I say, unfriend me. Um, if you think this is one way or, or, or another or this or that is okay, then we're not friends. So as the nation has been torn apart, uh, it was amazing to me how some people just without, with just so bold about choosing sides or not seeing other people's point of view at all. So, some, um, I remember how, how I felt so unvalued, um, unseen, unheard, unappreciated, insignificant. The way I looked at it is I could have easily been George Floyd or Amar Opry. I mean, if I'm not in my military uniform or if I'm not in my church suit or business suit, to some people, I'm just another black man on the street. And some of y'all might feel the same way. If you, if you aren't dressed a certain way, if you don't walk a certain way, then who are you? If I didn't, honestly, if I didn't go to church with y'all, we might just walk by each other on the street without even speaking a word. Some people walk by and only say good morning. Some people walk in my building and, some, and walk right past me and don't say good morning. So when you talk about being insignificant or not mattering, it's, it's obvious a lot of times throughout the day. I've, I've actually spoken to some people, telling them good morning, and they still kept walking by. Like, man, you can't even speak back? Who you think, wait, who you think you are? <laughs> but, I mean, I've, I've, I've taken runs late at night, early in the morning, down dark trails, unfamiliar neighborhoods. Um, obviously spent money, $20 bills, $50 bills, $100 bills. There's so many times throughout my life that I look back and like, I could have easily been targeted. Um, the same way these people are or were. But and I'm not, I'm I'm not going to get political. I'm not talking about size. No, that's not why we're here. No, what I want to address is what relates to the opening scripture. When 
when we read the prophet Habakkuk asking God, what about about the many troubles going on? Uh, I think about those times. I can't help to wonder, help but wonder why God, why do these things happen? Um, why, why do we continually, why are we in this cycle of hate, um, misjustice, whatever you want to call it? And, and just simple, God help us all. Not God help black people, God help white people. Just God help us, right? You know, where is this country headed? How can, I, how can I protect my family when they can be snatched from me at any point, any time that I'm not around? And explain that to my teenage boys. They, it's, it's like, Dad, why are you always asking where we at and where are we going? Because don't you see the climate that we're in today? Like, I, I worry about you because I love you, right? And I know we've all heard, and just looking at the title, All Souls Matter. I mean, I know you, you've heard all um, Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, um, All Lives Matter. But honestly, can I, can I say all lives don't matter to me? I mean, can I be that transparent with y'all? Be that honest? Like, all lives really don't matter to me. It's... Now, that's not to say all lives don't have purpose and all lives don't have meaning. Yes, I believe all life, no matter what situation you're in, everybody's life has a purpose and has a meaning. But not necessarily meaning that they matter to me. Like, just for example, I really don't care if A-Rod and, and J-Lo get married. <laughs> are they together? Are they not? I don't care. <laughs> Will Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie get back together? Oh, will he go back to Jennifer Anderson? I don't care. They they have absolutely zero effect on my life. So their lives really don't matter to me. If you're fans of them, great. I'm sorry. But just me. Um, but my life, my family matters. My church family matters. You know, my my kids' teachers, those lives matter to me. Um, who our youth deal with on a daily basis. Those lives matter to me. My, my profession, being in the military, my profession has put me in some places where I've been, I've had to keep the peace between nation, between two different nationalities. Um, obviously, fought wars. Um, you know, protect people. But Sometimes when I was there, I was like, I really, it really doesn't matter to me why I'm here. It really doesn't matter to me what they do in this country. It might, it might sound bad being a soldier, but it's just, a, it's just the truth of it. If I go over there, if I stay home, honestly, I'd rather stay home. I'd rather be with my family. As I was watching the news yesterday morning, there were three murders. Well, two murders and a police shot yesterday that they talked about on the news. One guy, one gang member killed another member of his gang while they were fighting another gang. <laughs> and, and then a brother, a man killed his brother and his brother's girlfriend. And they don't know why. That was yesterday that they were talking about that. This morning, I just flipped on the news, and there were three more murders in South Carolina. Completely different cases. So it's like... Did those lives matter? I didn't know those people. Again, did not matter to me. Um, again, no, there was no personal impact. So I just looked at it like, 
God help them, right? God help this country. God, what is going on? We need you. And it just kind of, just, just only thing I really could think about was how dangerous and um, how dangerous the world is, how crazy the world's getting. But, and even today, when you think about the coronavirus, over 500,000 people in this country alone have died from that virus. I don't know all of them. And when you hear the number, as you heard the, the numbers climbing, it's like, oh man, this thing is, this thing is real. It's, it's taking a lot of lives. But without being personally impacted, I know some people that said, hey, I just lost my, my aunt to coronavirus. And I sent a text, you know, sorry for your loss. I'm praying for you, little crying emoji. And that's, that's really the extent of it. Without it personally hitting me, it, it really didn't. It was like, wow, another death. Wow, the numbers are getting really high. There was really no real impact, honestly. But as I reflect, the one thing that I do look at when it comes to those murders and the coronavirus deaths is those souls did matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, no matter what, all souls matter. Amen. Amen. I pray we never get to the we never get so insensitive that when someone does die or when you as this, as this coronavirus, the coronavirus deaths continue to climb, we never get so insensitive that we don't think about wow, what's going on with their souls? Where were they in their walk with God? Were they anywhere? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know that's how I look at it. Like, I just hope, I just hope at least a portion of those people found some kind of salvation before they died. Does the person who offended you or hurt you matter to you? Does that person really matter? Does the, does your, does the boss that you, that irritates you, you can't stand to go to work to see, do they soul matter to you? Does your neighbor, that every time you see him coming outside, like, oh, here he go again with them dogs, you know? The people that, the people that we do cross every day, even if their lives don't matter, their souls should, amen? Would, I mean, if you think about it, would you really want them to go to hell? Even no matter how much they've hurt you, no matter how how discontent you might be with your um, relationship with them, what was any offense that they any offense that they made was it so horrendous that you would say to hell <laughs> to hell, right? I again I pray that we never get to that point because. I believe in the prophecies of Revelation 16, 12, and 14. Let's look at that. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and dried up its water to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three unclean spirits that looked like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of demons performing signs who go out to the kings of the earth to bring them together for the battle that would take place on the great day of the Lord, the all-powerful. See, there is a battle coming, all right? Now we're going to skip ahead. Fast forward to chapter 19, verse 11. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who had sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. 
Now verse 14. And the armies which are in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. All right. And verse 19. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. I believe, see, I believe there's a constant battle between the, the, the armies of the Lord and the forces of evil. I believe that when Jesus said, or do you think that I cannot, cannot now pray to my father and he will provide for me with more than 12 legions of angels? I believe those same angels that Jesus called on, we can call on. Yeah, because of the Jesus in us, right? Amen. So, I'm not judging anyone, but what side those 500,000 souls land on, it matters. In the grand scheme of things, it don't matter because we know how it ends. We know that we win. I mean, Revelations 20 tell you, they, you know, they all get cast into the lake of fire. In case you ain't read, I, I just gave you the cleft notes. Um, but the thing about creating an army, armies are created for a battle. And in battle, there's going to be casualties. If we were going to get out of this, if we we're going to get out of this life unscathed, I think this, this book would have been written completely different. It could have easily been written, hey, you won, and the Lord's just going to get rid of all the evil. But the, the fact is, we're going to have to get down in the trenches sometimes. We're going to get hurt. We're going to see troubles along the way. Amen? And Matthew seven thirteen through 14. Enter through the narrow gate, because wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way that leads to destruction. And there are few who go in by it. See, all souls matter. The, the arm of the Lord would be greatly outnumbered. I don't know if you know that or not, but it is way easier to go to hell than it is to make heaven. Right? We said it before. You can, you can miss heaven by inch, but you can make hell by miles. It's, it's very easy. It's an easier life. It really is. But at the end, you, you, in the end, you, you lose. Amen? Amen? And people just don't, they don't see it. But I'm here to tell you that all souls matter. Now we are going to, I mean, we are, we're going to have to slay some demons. We're going to, we're going to have to fight and we need to, and we need to help raise the army of the Lord. So what are we going to do church? How are we going to contribute to the Lord's army? First way, we have to make sure we are battle ready, ready. You know, we have to put on the full armor of God as in, as is mentioned in Ephesians 6, 13 through 17. Put on the belt of truth. Go ahead. You keep going. Next one. Breastplate of righteousness. Fitting our feet with the preparation that comes from the good news or the or gospel of peace. The shield of truth. The helmet of salvation. The sword of the spirit. We have to, we have to prepare ourselves for battle. You know, like when you're on an airplane, put on your mask first. We got to get ourselves right first so that we're ready to fight. And then number two, we have to recruit others by testifying of his goodness. Amen. You know, let people know about God's love and his mercy. A lot of people that, a lot of people, yes, they know about, they know, they've heard of Jesus, but do they really know who Jesus is in you? 
Does he, does he, do they know what he's done to me? The, the mercy he's shown me. Uh, I mean, really, the, the amount that he continues to forgive and forget and wash away, it is amazing. And people just need to know, know about that. We have to develop a passion for winning souls. With Easter two and a half weeks away, we should all be asking someone to come visit the church, come with us. But we shouldn't have to wait till Easter either. Our challenge should be this Sunday. This Sunday, who can you bring? Who do you not want to see go to hell? I mean, honestly, I know there's people that I'd be hesitant to, hesitant to approach about coming to church, but I know their life. But since I know their life, they really should be the main ones I'm talking to. <laughs> what joy is there in, in make, taking the easy route? Somebody's already going to a church. Hey, instead of going to yours, come to mine. No, it, it's the people that I walk by every day that I'm like, all right, baby, here, hold my hand. Because if this guy starts acting up, I'm going to have to do something. <laughs> Go over there with your mama. Those are people I need to talk to. The people that aren't dressed the right way. The people that, that are obviously hurting, that's obviously in need. You know, we have to get past trying to take the easy way out. Amen? And then number three, we have to support our brothers and sisters in Christ. Pray for each other. Edify one another. Love and support each other. You know, I thank God for the, the diverse church I've grown up in. I've talked about it before. Growing up in Newport News, Virginia, um, there's a, it's a large military community. You got all branches in that area. Um, Norfolk Naval Base is right there. Langley Air Force Base. The Army got Fort Eustis, Fort Story. Fort Monroe might be still open. Um, there's a naval weapon station. There's the shipyard. Um, there's a marine base down the street. Um, you got Quantico. So I grew up in a church with um, 250, 300 people of all nationalities and all races. So when I love the fact that, you know, brother, I don't care, brother Ryan, brother Adam, brother Mattman, praise for me or my family, please, I invite it. I have no hesitation praying for brother and sister Torres or anybody else in this church because that's how I grew up. It's like, I don't, the color, we're all brothers and sisters. And all y'all souls matter to me. And the people that y'all deal with matter to me. The, the life that you have, that matters to me. Our souls matter. Amen? So, with that being said, we can all stand. I told y'all it's going to be quick. Did I say that at the beginning? I told Pastor. Like, like it's gonna be, this is going to be quick and to the point. So, as we, as we go back, go through the rest of our week, and coming up on this next Sunday, you know, I... I encourage you to look past if there's any kind of hesitation with with color or background, you know, don't let it stop you. Because at, at the end, you plant the seed and God will water it. Amen. If if that person receives your message, amen. If that person doesn't receive your message, their blood is on them. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity to speak to you, speak for you, Lord. I ask you to continue to be with us, continue to strengthen us and give us courage to spread your word, Lord Jesus. Give us the courage to bring people into your house and to win souls. Give us a burden for the lost, Lord Jesus. Let us continue to grow your kingdom and always be with us, Lord. We ask you to protect us as we go along our way and bring us back into the appointed time. Your precious name we pray, amen. If you were encouraged by this message, 
and you would like to connect with Ephesus Church, or you would like to get in contact with the leadership of this church, please visit EphesusChurch.com. Thank you for being a part 